If you're a company that's not willing to adopt that technology, if you're an individual who's not willing to, to adopt that technology, there's a chance you will get replaced by somebody who does. Because this technology is not small. This is probably the most monumental thing I've seen in 22 years. And if we were to have this show three months from now, I could be talking about AI in a radically different way. Ending Small Business Failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hey there, have you always wanted to start your dream business? Well, now is the time. My Become Your Own Boss class is back online this fall, starting October 10th. Sign up for our 10-week online course, and you're going to have two-hour live weekly sessions. We're going to give you everything you need to build your business plan, your pitch deck, and your launch plan. If you're ready to start your dream business in 2023, do not delay. Sign up for this course so that you can start off the new year as an entrepreneur. Head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com, and you'll get all the details to sign up for Become Your Own Boss the live course starting again, October 10th, 2023. Welcome back to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm Melinda Everson, your host, and hopefully you're listening to us or you're watching us on my Small Biz Lady Facebook page or my Small Biz Lady YouTube channel. Please be sure to subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. If there is a topic that you want us to address, on Small Biz Chat, let us know and I'll be sure to track down the right person to share guidance with you. All right, now it's time for me to introduce my next guest. We're going to be talking all about online branding and AI. My next guest, his name is Chris Carr. Chris is a successful digital entrepreneur. He started his company, Ferrotech, over 22 years ago. And it's a comprehensive digital marketing agency located just outside of Philadelphia. Ferrotech has made the 85,000 list of fastest growing small businesses as well as the philly 100 list hey i made that list too <laughs> he also he's at the forefront of ai and hosts a podcast called digital marketing Masterclass with andy Crestiona, featuring some of the top names in the world of marketing for more information you can check him out at ferrotech.com chris welcome to the small biz chef podcast thank you very much i'm honored to be here all right. So tell me, how did you get into online marketing and branding? I don't think you would believe it. This is 1999. I just broke up with my girlfriend in college. And I thought that the way to win this girl's heart back was to, she was an artist, to take her art and put it all online on a website so that she can show everybody around her. And what happened was Building websites in 1999 were extremely difficult. I tried to hire a number of companies and they couldn't do it. So I went and tried to do it myself. And so that was about six to eight months later. I, the girl was pretty much an afterthought by then. I'd already kind of fell in love with coding and all that stuff. And uh, that's sort of how the company was born. I love it. I love it. So what is the main problem that people have building a strong brand reputation, especially online? Yeah, I think that there's a number of different things. I think one of the things that they that we don't do is we don't take the the time and the energy to understand 
how to get the right message to the right client at the right time. And so what happens here is, is that without a plan and without a strategy, what happens here is, is that it's very easy to develop one marketing campaign or one marketing presence or one marketing like uh, message and just kind of send it out to everybody. And what we found is, is that when companies that find ways to build hyper-personalization into their marketing, they succeed a whole lot better. So why do you feel like, you know, how can branding, like starting with branding, lead to better ROI? Well, I mean, I think one of the things you have to do is you have to kind of say, when I think about my brand and I think about my products and my service and my mission and my values, the things that I want to know are what makes me different from my competition. And when I know what separates me from my differentiators, when I know what my differentiators are, I focus my brand on what makes me different because if, if it's just a commodity and you can get it at every single corner or any single website, you're just kind of like in the same bucket as everyone else. But when you focus on your branding and you figure out, hey, what makes us unique? How do we do this process better than everyone else? How are we more efficient? How do we make you more money? Those are the things that people go to. These are the companies people go to because they're trying to solve a problem. And usually when you try to solve a problem, you're in three different stages. You're either in the awareness, consideration, or decision level stage. Awareness is, hey, you know what? I know I have a problem. I need to fix it. Consideration basically is saying, hey, you know what? If I am going to fix it, like what avenue am I going to go down? And then finally in decision, I'm saying, if I have to choose one provider, what makes one better than the other? And what I find is, is that we spend very little time, maybe companies like HubSpot tell us to put in a whole bunch of energy into awareness, and then we have a contact us page. And we live in this world of like kind of vomiting our message and saying, buy now, buy now, buy now. But we don't, we don't mean to sound like that, but that's exactly what we're communicating. So how can we, if I want to build a successful brand online and you're yeah. saying, we're, and you're saying, okay, we're just vomiting a bunch of content out here and then saying, oh, by the way, buy now. What should we be doing to build a successful brand online? Well, first off, what I would want to do is, is I would try to understand your target personas. Who are the actual clients that you're trying to market to? Mm-hmm. And I want to segment them into different buckets. And then what I want to be able to do is I want to be able to figure out what are my lead generation processes to reach each of these target audiences? Because they're, not, they're commonly not always the same. Sometimes they're finding you through SEO, social media, or paid ads. Other times you have to interrupt their pattern if they're a disruptive industry. You're going to have to do that. You have to interrupt people's patterns because they didn't even know that problem could be solved. And then there might be other different target audiences as well, but each, each approach and each audience is different. So it's not like a different stroke. It's not, it's not a different idea or campaign for each company. It's literally almost a different campaign for each persona. I like that. I like that. So let's talk about AI, right? Because AI is what is buzzing around. Everybody is talking about about AI right now. And I really want to understand, what do you think companies should be doing to leverage AI right now? I, I, I found a great new website called There's an AI for that. So there is an AI for like everything, right? But what should people be doing to effectively you know, leverage AI in their branding and marketing process? The first thing they have to do is they have to ask the question. And what I mean by that is, is that when you think of AI, everyone is sort of scared of the doom and gloom that this might take my job and it absolutely could. And here's what you have to kind of say is, is that you have to say, say I'm a writer. I'm not going to lose my job to AI. I'm going to 
lose my job to a writer who uses AI. And so my point is, if you're a company that's not willing to adopt that technology, if you're an individual who's not willing to, to adopt that technology, there's a chance you will get replaced by somebody who does. Because this technology is not small. This is probably the most monumental thing I've seen in 22 years. And if we were to have this show three months from now, I could be talking about AI in a radically different way. Literally, it's, it's like a rocket ship. And I have used it to catapult our business in how we message, how we communicate, how we brand, how we analyze. So if you, you know, how do you identify and target you know, when you now have all this great technology that can help you do it faster, are you targeting differently? Like, are, like how are you maximizing your brand visibility against these tools? Well, I'm using with these tools. So what I'm saying is, let's say hypothetically, I'm developing a content marketing strategy. I know that I can write content. I'm probably going to get about a 30% improvement on efficiency with that content. Would that allow me to use that time and energy to make higher quality content? I can use the AI technology through companies like companies like SparkToro or BuzzSumo or things like that to understand where are the influencers, where are the people in my industry, and how can I reach them more effectively. I can use AI integration for lead nurturing and marketing automation, so I can drip market to them more effectively than I could even six months ago. And I can use analytics, like the the things that I can what I could show you with analytics right now. There's something that we all have now. If you have ChatGPT, there's a beta version of something called Code Interpreter. And Code Interpreter is like having a master's level data analyst literally right in your pocket. And so what the world should be doing right now is finding ways to export their data from all their softwares. You talked about SpyFu, you can export from that. SEMrush, you can export from that. Google Analytics, you can export from that. HubSpot, collect all of that information into a spreadsheet and upload it into Code Interpreter and talk to your data. If you have multiple clients, import it into one document and then talk about at the macro level, the information you wanted to know about all of your clients. So I'll give you an example. I might say, well, you know what? My keywords are not ranking effectively. And I would say, oh, is that just for my small healthcare clients? Maybe. Is it for my small healthcare clients whose website's only three years old? Is it only for the ones that I don't have a point of contact and I'm only speaking with their leadership team? Is it for the ones that only blog twice a month? Is it for ones that not doing a social media campaign? So if I know that all about one client and I'm saying, oh, wow, that's kind of like this anomaly, I I can ask Code Interpreter, is this affecting all my clients, just my large clients? What about the ones under this account manager? All of this stuff is all in data format, but you literally had to go lane by lane, client by client. And trying to get correlation, causation, it was nearly impossible. Now, like literally, if you can think of the question, the data is there and it spits the answer right back out to you. And it is, it's, it's, it's shockingly effective. Wow. You're like really, really dropping pearls out here. Tell me this before we go to commercial break. How is SEO being affected by these new tools? Like is SEO still something? all need to be investing in or because we know more information about our clients or where they're hanging out online, do we still need it? Well, you absolutely need it. You absolutely need it. I mean, I think it's something like 70% of all non-referral based leads originate from the web if you're not in a disruptive industry. What I mean by that is either you ask a friend or you go find it yourself. And the only place to really go find it yourself commonly is through search. That's for the seekers. Everyone else has been interrupted. You've been interrupted by an ad. You've been interrupted by something on social media. You didn't go to social media to find out, oh my goodness, I need new gutters. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just didn't, you didn't go to Facebook hoping to find that information out. It hit me and I'm like, you know what? I actually think I could actually use new gutters. It's been a while. Do you know what I mean? So back to your SEO question, a couple different factors you have to think of. When you do SEO, right? We used to, if you were not a great SEO, companies like HubSpot and things like that would say, let's go after keywords that have high visibility, but low competition. Now that companies can build content and volume, that low comp- those low competition keywords now have competition. So you actually have to be good at SEO. The next thing you got to worry after that is something that Google's putting out called SGI. So imagine that I go to the search engine results page and I expect to see 10 blue links of possible options. But at the very top is literally ChatGPT that says, I'm looking for new gutters. And it says, these are three companies. These are three companies that offer gutters, but I can chat right into the search engine about, do any of these companies offer free installation? What about financing? And literally at the very top of your page, you haven't even gone to any of the 10 links that we all need to grow our business on. You could stay right at the top. But I can talk forever on this topic. It, it's very complex. Chris, you're making my head hurt. You're scaring me. All right. So listen, <laughs> we come back from our commercial break. We're going to talk more with Chris Carr about AI, branding, your business, and what we all need to be doing online. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you ready to become a boss? Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady. Click the button below and take my free boss quiz. This assessment will help you learn your entrepreneur type and find the right business model for you. Get this information about the number one asset in your business. Yeah, that's you. Welcome back to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm Melinda Everson, your host, and we're talking with my guest, Chris Carr, about AI branding, all that stuff. So, Chris, listen, if everybody's now using ChatGPT to write all their content, how are you going to stand out? How are you going to be original in the marketplace? Well, there's two different things. One is you're using AI to do three different things. One, to sound like you and your brand. Two, to understand your audience better. And then three, to be a utility. I probably don't have enough time to talk about two and three, so I'm only going to talk about the first one. How do you make AI sound like you and your brand? Nine times out of 10, we jump onto a chat you know, something like ChatGPT, and we start doing it and say, hey, write me a 1,500-word blog about new gutters for my house. I don't know why I'm stuck on gutters, so please ignore that. But anyhow, new gutters for my house. What the chat doesn't know is, are you an installer or are you someone that's going to have it for your house? Do you have a budget for this? How old is your house? You know, it doesn't know any context whatsoever. All right? And so what you have to do is you have to do something called chat priming. And what chat priming essentially is, is that you develop a document that is everything about your buyer personas, everything about your brand, about your values, your best selling, your best performing blogs, your best performing social media. And then you, you take testimonials, case studies, and you put that all into one document. And then you import that into the chat before you even begin working with it. And the first question you say is, I'm going to develop content. Please only reference the information that I put above. And then we can fill in the gaps from there. So what you've done is you sort of taught the AI how to think and act like you, because if you don't do that, it's going to sound like AI. And I do believe that it's just a matter of time before humans can smell AI and just see it. And they're like, that's a machine and that's not genuine. I can actually already do it, but, <laughs> but all right. So let's, so let's talk about, you know, we've talked a lot about AI and all this stuff, but what about branding? Cause branding still has a lot to do with this. If you don't have a brand, you can yep. use chat GPT all you want to. It won't matter. 
Well, the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about the importance of brand. Obviously, I'm not the only marketer in the world that talks about brand, but here's what I'm going to tell you is, is that let's say hypothetically AI does change the game. If that happens, there's a very good chance that people are going to come to your web, less people are going to come to your website. It's just until you can figure that out. So every second counts. Okay. So the thing is, is that if you're going to have less traffic to your website, when they get there, they have to have a very enriching experience that they know that they're solving your problems, that they know that you have an authentic promise, that there's proof that this is not the first rodeo and an offer where I can get started, but it's not like by now, it's like, hey, how do I take the first step? All of these things are absolutely critical and they have to hit them right in the face and they have to not make them think. So many times we're trying to make their website look so cool that they get there. I've seen this a million times. It's like super cool website. What do you do again? It happens all the time. So here's the deal. Here's what we do as a company. When we work with a company, we do not give you a quote. You'll say, well, hey, how much does it cost to do our marketing campaign? I'm like, I'm not even going to give you a quote. Here's what we do. This is that we do a 10-week deep dive into your marketing and we develop a one to three-year roadmap on how to scale your business. And this includes your brand. So if you want to grow by 10 million, I need to know how many sales does it take to get to 10 million? And then if I know how many sales, I need to know how many leads do I have to get? If I know how many leads I have to get, I need to know how many visitors I have to get. Therefore, because I've worked backwards, I essentially know how many visitors it takes to look at your content to get to 10 million. A lot of times marketing companies literally are like, well, we just haven't had the growth. I'm like, I got you a bunch of Facebook likes. <laughs> Ooh, I tell people about likes all the time. Like, man, you need email addresses. Likes is not going to Yeah, I, I know. That's the same way I am. At all. Like, emails trackable, boo. Right. Yep. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, we as good as your database all day, all day. But listen, what is the best business advice that you've ever been given? Well, I mean, just as a person like myself, stop trying to be great at all things. Know your lane. I have two really great business partners and I've got an amazing team behind me. And I tried to be the greatest leader possible, the greatest thought leader, the greatest product developer, all those things. Pick two, be really, really, really good at two and then build a team around you that can do the rest and go to bed at night knowing that you're good at your two. Because if you try to be all things, it's you're going to go nowhere. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Chris. You have really imparted so many amazing gems. And I can't wait to get the response from my listeners from hearing your interview. So thank you so much. And when we come right back, we're going to be talking about branding and building an authentic brand because they're two very different things. You're watching the Small Biz Chat Podcast and we will be right back. Hey there, have you always wanted to start your dream business? Well, now is the time. My Become Your Own Boss class is back online this fall starting October 10th. Sign up for our 10-week online course and you're going to have two-hour live weekly sessions. We're going to give you everything you need to build your business plan, your pitch deck, and your launch plan. If you're ready to start your dream business in 2023, do not delay. Sign up for this course so that you can start off the new year as an entrepreneur. Head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com and you'll get all the details to sign up for Become Your Own Boss the live course starting again, October 10th, 2023. Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. 
Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.